Communications disruption can mean only one thing. This is Jam Transmissions, a Star Wars podcast. Welcome everybody to episode 5 of Jam Transmissions, a Star Wars podcast. I'm Peter Viox, joined today by my good friend and co-host Joshua Rowe. How's it going, man? Dude, it's doing great. It's the holiday season, I'm wore out, but hey, we're here. Yeah, we are. Well, it's a good day to talk about Star Wars, and we've got a returning special guest today, Eden Gray, also known as QDQ Cosplay. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay today. It's getting a lot better now that we can talk about Star Wars. Right. So Star Wars has always kind of been somewhat synonymous with holiday seasons, I've always thought. Whether it's waiting to get toys for Christmas or, you know, for the last three holiday seasons, we've had movies with the exception of this one. Force Awakens, Rogue One, Last Jedi. I don't know. It just feels... um, feels appropriate to talk about Star Wars today. So we actually got a little bit of a Christmas present uh, from the Disney Christmas Parade. Yes, we did. Was that the day of Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, it was Christmas. So we found out a little bit more about Galaxy's Edge. Bob Iger himself appeared (laughs) and said, I have something to tell you. And that's when you know it's really important Bob Iger shows up. He shows up in a recorded message to the galaxy. <laughs> I wish he was like all hologrammed out too, though. That'd yeah, be why so don't good. they do that? That would be so awesome. Like They've they need the to money. they need to put him into... Probably he doesn't want it. He's like, no, it just has to be me. But it, he would look so cool <laughs> if he was like transformed into a Star Wars persona. Yeah, that would be... Like a hollow with a, with a uniform on. Yeah. Anyway. So what did we learn about it? Well, the big part for me was there's a life-size Falcon, and you can get in it. Yeah. There's nothing that I would want more than to be able to jump in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, and now you can. Well, in summer and fall 2019, we can. Right. Well, depends on location. Soon enough. So, yeah, we were right about um, our understanding of the, the pilot, the gunner, two engineers... Co-pilot mm-hmm. and another gunner. Uh, I just say that weird. <laughs> An engineer. Two, two, two engineers. Six. Two engineers. Two gunners. Two gunners two pilot. Pilots. Co-pilot. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Ruby's on the podcast with us, also. If you hear any She's little, it's funny. It's funny. The the cat decided to eat, and the dog decided to start walking around as soon as we hit record. Oh yeah. This is how it goes. They're my babies. So. Josh, did you do anything special for the holidays, Star Wars related? Star Wars related. I have watched all, what are we up to now? Eight episodes? Mm-hmm. I've watched all eight episodes. I've watched The Last Jedi, I want to say a good seven times, just because we've got something special in the works. So I've been picking it apart. 
Oh, just in your time off yeah. around the holidays. In the last four days. Uh, you know, I think I've seen it like three times in the last three days as well. I gotta, it's it's a good problem. Yeah, it is. Uh, we watched Rogue One. I've watched the Mortis arc in Clone Wars. And I've watched Rebels uh, Twilight of the Apprentice. Um, we also watched that recently. Oh, dude, it's so good. And Steps mm-hmm. into Shadow, Twin Sons, and... Um, the Mandalore arc with Sabine, like the dark saber, I guess is what you would call it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Trials of the dark saber. What about you guys? What have you been into? Well, I actually um, had my mother and my brother and his wife over uh, yesterday for dinner. We had a big old turkey, and my mom she likes Star Wars enough as much as a a parent who has kids who like Star Wars like Star Wars. So uh, she actually still hadn't seen the Last Jedi at this point. And I thought, what better opportunity to throw it on than when everybody can just go sit on my couch near my captive audience. My house. Last my Jedi. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was fun. I actually kind of watched her more than anything else. She liked it? She did. It, w- what stuck out to me is like she's always like R2-D2 and mm. droids and little fuzzy things. The cute stuff. And I looked over every time BBA was on the screen. She got this big smile on her face. <laughs> <laughs> it was like watching a kid's reaction to it. Not saying that she's childish. God, she she's probably offended if she heard that. BB it's fantastic, and he does so many crazy, awesome things in the Last Jedi. That like the same thing. Like if you looked up me while BBA was on the screen, I would have been like grinning like an idiot because he's such a badass. <laughs> he's the adult friendly. R2-D2. It's, he's so... Uh, he's more snarky, I think. He but, is. I don't know. R2's pretty yeah, feisty. Yeah, watch the language. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sacred yeah. Island, buddy. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. But I don't know. This is BB-8's got more of it. He's got more... Pers- he's just got... It doesn't have more personality. He's just more outgoing of a character, I think. He's not as snooty as Chopper, though. No, no. I love Nobody's- Chopper. <laughs> or oh Bucket. <laughs> Don't get me started Buckets on Chopper. Hateful. What's up with these hateful droids all I of a sudden? I don't know, but I love them. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that we watched was um, something that I hadn't seen, the 1978 Star Wars Holiday Special. Stop it now. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was worst. atrocious. It was, it was really bad. It was so bad. Like I, I've always heard that it was bad. I remember making it three minutes one time into my first viewing of it and I I turned it off because it was nothing but Wookiee grunts so you got to see I love be Arthur waving at you and then that was no (laughs) oh yeah yeah (laughs) I forgot yeah it was um, it was terrible but we ended up finding a uh, something that kept my interest throughout it uh, was we found the edition with the commercials from the one time that it aired on November 17th 1978 and did you have you ever seen that version of it? Yeah, with all the GM commercials and stuff. Lots yeah. of GM commercials. So many GM commercials, which meant a lot more to me because I grew up in Michigan and was like, oh man, <laughs> that's that's my that's the past. Like G- <laughs> GM is kind of dead in Michigan's kind of dead now. Sorry, it, it's like that. But wow, it was interesting to me because there was actually two separate car factory commercials that just showed footage. And I'm not going to say where I work, but I also work in a car factory. And I was astonished to see 
that not much has changed. No, nope. not at all. <laughs> and it's I knew what we had was pretty old, but dag on, man. Poor yeah. Guys. yeah, you know, like it's it's amazing. We we do have some cool like. I remember being in middle school and actually taking a a tour of the place that I now work. Hmm. Funny how that happens. And I remember thinking, like all the um, automated vehicles that go around, uh, they reminded me of droids, like mouse base. droids and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And I thought that was cool, but we still have those same ones that I had from middle school. <laughs> and I'm watching this commercial from 1978 thinking, wow, technology has really kind of stopped or gone to a slow halt. And now it's just about phones and different things. And but vehicle manufacturing, yeah. It's yeah, 1978. Yeah. But it is done. Star Wars technology <laughs> has advanced like crazy. And the movies look so much better. And there's no more ridiculous, tiny, dancing, holographic people. That was the worst. <sighs> which part. time was which yeah, one? Yeah, you're right. All you're... of them. Every time it happened again, I just I thought I was going to pass out. I actually want to talk about that for a second. Okay. That wasn't very family friendly. No, when none Itchy, of it was. Itchy the grandfather, oh, I guess. With uh, Mala's oh father. Oh God, what was her name? Yeah, he was basically watching virtual erotica and, mm-hmm. and grunting in pleasure the yeah. whole time. It looked just like Blade Runner. Like this isn't this is Star Wars. This is not Blade Runner. Why why is this happening on my television right now? And why am I still watching it? And then I <laughs> pulled out my Switch and continued to play some video games while it was on because I couldn't handle the horror. Honestly, the only way I could make it through it was. Shots of bourbon. <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. It was so bad that at a point I had to literally numb myself to enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it. I'm sorry to make it to um, to subject myself to its presence to get through without turning it off. It, it was complete torture. Like yeah. I, I can't believe I sat through it. So uh, it's terrible. Something really interesting, though, if you think about the timing of it. It came out before The Empire Strikes Back. The animated sequence was the first appearance of Boba Fett and showed that he worked with Darth Vader. Yeah. That that part was sort of okay, but I still tried not to pay attention. God, the animated part, though, it was horrible. Horrible animation. And he... Oh, yeah, the the animation was not fantastic, and the the dialogue was better than the rest of the show. Mm -hmm. Um... Because there was dialogue and it wasn't just grunts, not actual Sherry Sherlock, Woke. Yeah, it wasn't really, it wasn't really Sherry Woke. Without English subtitles, like nobody had a word of what they were I saying. I appreciated that there were no English subtitles because there's never English subtitles with Chewbacca. with Sherry Woke. N- never. Yeah, yeah, there is. When Han Solo speaks it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sorry. Sure, that's the only time. I just turned into that meme with that kid in front of his screen going, actually, I'm so sorry. I'll I'll try not to ever do that again. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but it's just... And there are parts in in the book I'm reading last shot where it sort of implies this is what Chewie meant when he said this. Like, you do get that, but there's no actual subtitles. But you can't have a full hour and a half... Dialect. ...of Wookiees with no... No words at all. No implications. It's just you're trying to make sense of nonsense. Yeah. And even those parts made me slightly less uncomfortable than all of the parts without Wookiees in them. All the parts without Wookiees, like there were the, there, 
how many creepy dancing holographic people oh the nah. circus thing uh, the yeah. circus thing that was weird they made me supremely uncomfortable the little green guy just jumping out and he got so big for a little bit and he Ooh. got back in there it was just it was a mess it it was hypnotic in the worst way jefferson starship was in it inappropriately but yeah. yes yeah like you've got the the bucket the shovel helmet imperial whoever the hell he was <laughs> sitting there and it just pops up why was he there like he's not a ground troop what the heck's he doing there whoever wrote this i mean Should obviously they had not seen star wars it was whoever money. wrote it well no. we have george lucas mainly to thank for this because he was very adamant about it being about Wookiee Life Day and having being centered around Wookiees and being centered around getting Chewbacca back to Kashyyyk. Oh, that's also. So why didn't they is, let him write it? He did, but it was. Oh, I forget the other guy who wrote it, but yeah, but I mean, this wouldn't be the first time that people might think George Lucas made a couple of mistakes. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I love Jar Jar Binks, but. What about C-3PO breaking the fourth wall and Attack of the Clones? Oh, I'm quite beside myself. No! Sorry. I can't stand that. <laughs> keep it all in. Well, this keep was it just together. A, this was an hour and 45 minutes of that. So. Nonstop. Now back to Boba Fett, though. Okay. Did you see that crazy gun rifle that he was holding? No, I actually yeah, didn't see it. That comes back. So look it up after we record this. I don't think I can. Okay. So it's going. <laughs> my point is that it is. In the one photo we've seen from the Mandalorian. What? Yeah, it's on his yeah. back. So it's coming back into canon. Well, it's on the Mandalorian's back. My bad. Yeah. It's not Boba. Yeah. Huh. Now, that's not the only thing that this movie has that it's considered canon. The, hol- the holiday special, you mean? Yes. Oh. What else do you have? Lumpy. Yeah. Lumpy is canon. The hair-dried super what? Ewok. It's not his name, though. Lumpy Waru. Hmm. No. And Lumpa, Lumpa, Lumpa. I don't know how to say Lumpy it. Lumpy for sure. I don't speak Shiriwook, so. I don't, I don't speak Mexican. You didn't need to say that again. <laughs> I don't speak Mexican. You know, I actually, uh, real side point about that is I, uh, my very first day of taking Spanish in sixth grade, mm-hmm. I said, I, I was very excited. I can't wait. To start speak, start learning how to speak Mexican, and my teacher was from Spain, and she made me stand out in the hallway. <laughs> Thanks, Miss Donato. Clearly, I still make these mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie was actually considered canon. Yeah, for a long time. Uh, that's crazy to me. But why? I guess because of just money. Well, lots of aspects of it were brought into like the expanded universe and all that, mm. but we're still borrowing from it. Um, yeah, it was absolutely bizarre. I mean, I, I think the only thing that really kind of stood out to me when they got to Life Day, and all of a sudden you got red robed Wookies in space walking into the blue light. Yeah, I have no idea I don't, what that was about. Church, I don't know. That was just so weird. And like, I feel like it would have been less weird if we had gotten there sooner. Like I thought, by the end of it, I just was not happy to see anything on the television, let alone Wookies performing like a, a culturally important ritual, which should have been fascinating, but wasn't at all. It was awful. Costumes but, were terrible. Yeah, if, all of it. 
I found out that the red robes were actually not only just about being cheap, but the, the Wookiee costumes that they made were not breathable, and the actors that were playing in those costumes were overheating, <laughs> so it allowed them to stay regulate their temperature. I wish you could see my face. <laughs> I hate this thing so much. Well, we're going to end it with that then. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, we're done. One last Christmas present that we did get from Star Wars. John Favreau, as we all do, do we all follow him on Instagram? Yes, we do. IG88. A picture of IG88, the assassin drive behind a green screen. Mm-hmm. All I said was Merry Christmas, so that's pretty exciting. wonder what his role will be. I mean, is he going to be like a title character with the Mandalorian? Is he going to be like a little sidekick? That'd be freaking great. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I hadn't hadn't even really thought about what he could be. That would be cool. Not just, oh, IG-88 is going to be in it. What's he going to do? And who else? Trandoshans are regenerative, and they live for a very long time. So is Boss going to be in here, too? He's not dead, is he? hope so. I I actually don't know if he is. I don't think he's dead. Yeah, he was standing next to Bosk in Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Well. How about that? Things to think about. So having family over and us watching Star Wars, I don't get to talk too much with my brother about Star Wars at all, even though that was like the center of our growing up and the basis of our relationship growing up. And uh, he started dropping some theories on me. And some of them I liked, some of them... You know, not so much. There yeah. are a lot of theories that just drive me absolutely insane. But he... he uh, that one guy at work. Oh, I'm sure we'll get to that. If he's listening, he knows who he is. Yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> um, you know, it's all about Ray's parentage. And he still is holding on to the fact that she's not just the daughter of somebody on Jakku dead oh, in a yeah. pauper's grave. Hmm. He actually thinks... He said, well, yeah, Ray's a clone. And I said, what, of Anakin Skywalker? And he said, no, of Luke. What? What? He said, yeah. Think about it, like how much they were um, centering on Luke Skywalker's hand in that. And like with the staff and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, okay, go on, go on. So he thinks that somebody went and got Luke Skywalker's hand after it got cut off. Mm-hmm. And... In a similar way, like how Maz Kanata got the lightsaber. Maybe she wasn't there and getting it or whatever. Who knows? But that's what he thinks. It's not a it's not the worst Ray theory I've ever heard. I mean, there's the movie obviously says otherwise. Yeah. Well, let's just look at biology. You can't take a formed male part and create a female out of it. That it's not there. You know, what he said after I said that was messing with the chromosomes in the same way that you had X-23 made from Wolverine. I think you can actually Yeah, two two X chromosomes versus the XY. There's only that one that needs to be changed for that. Mm -hmm. It's an XX instead of XY. Um, Yeah, in a way, but you get them from each parent. Yeah. So you would just have one structure so all of that in your DNA wouldn't match up. You just have RNA running crate. You it, it just don't work that way. We are dealing with sci-fi though. Yeah, life. Uh 
Yeah, finds a way. That was so, awesome. Uh, we need maybe. more Jeff Goldblum yeah. imitations in here. Well, um, you know, honestly, I want to talk a little bit about theories, honestly, because it got me thinking. Because he, he also dropped a crazy one on me, one that I really hate. And I, I figure, you know. Snoke we, is Windu. No. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> uh, Snoke is Jar Jar Binks. It, uh, <laughs> the pain. Life uh, finds a way. Let me tell you guys. I. The most angry I think I've ever been is being trapped in a conversation where somebody was trying to tell me that Snoke was Mace Windu. Because you're at work. And I was at work, move. and I couldn't move. We work at the same facility, by the way. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> you were trapped. Oh, guys. Let's talk about the craziest theories we've ever heard. What, you, what about you, man? Straight into that one. Snoke is Windu. So somehow, <laughs> he's went from like a six-foot-three, six-foot-two black male with his hands severed. To uh, what was he? What is Snoke? Eight foot something? Yes. Yeah, white, blue eyed, and fully organic. Vader couldn't do it. There's none of that was going on. We've never seen anybody get their limbs back. They can get the prosthetics. The fake. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know Michael what Jackson idiot could even come up with something like that. But I mean, dude, it's not. It's not the same person. No. How in the world can a six-foot-tall black man grow two and a half feet and turn white? Well, I say again, yeah. Michael Jackson. I know. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, but... but what, I mean, that, yeah. So where's the hot come from? <laughs> it's just... Stilettos. The, the people who talk about Stilettos. that. He's so fancy. He's fabulous. That, that gold uh. robe telling me he doesn't wear heels on occasional days. I'm he sorry. doesn't need to. Wait, it, also, yes, yeah, it's laughable. So we're laughing of, at this. Snoke's robe yeah. is made of literal gold thread. It's pretty fantastic. He's yeah. super wealthy. If anybody didn't know that. And but it's just Snoke. <laughs> like Snoke is Snoke, and Ray is Ray. And Thank if you. you want to have someone who is someone, Kylo Ren is is Ben Solo. Whoa! Like that's that that's was a the pretty shocker. Big deal. That's that was the big deal. He's the big deal. Actually, Finn's the big deal. Yes. <laughs> kind of a big deal. He's kind of a big deal uh, in the resistance. But that that's who the special person is. Everyone else is special, but they don't come from special people. They just made themselves special. <laughs> Why do you think that we have such a uh, need for everybody, every new character to be somebody? Because everyone wants the creation of their new favorite characters to be based on their own ideas. But hello, you are not all George Lucas. So when you've got a movie like The Last Jedi basically taking away all the special main characters away from Mighty Bloodlines and putting it in the hands of nobody from Jakku and nobody like the kid with a broom. Nobody knows who that is. These are just regular people. They're not saying that they're not special. Random deformed dark side user with a gold robe. Right. At one point Yoda was nobody. At one point Qui-Gon was nobody. So so we're making special characters from nobody. The movies that we love are taking that direction. We need to actually possibly stop expecting. And that's what it all comes down to. Check your expectations at the ticket boat. Yes. Like, yeah. But enjoy it. Yeah. Celebrate it. And that's just the way it is. Uh, Jar Jar Binks is actually Snoke. What? I heard that one time and I never thought of it ever again. Uh, Why? I mean, seriously, dude. And who in the could buy into something like that? Just look at it. Just look at it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Get it going. There's no. I mean, far, have we have we seen any Gungans in uh, episode? Anything past? Have we seen any Gungans in any new Star Wars past? Have, possibly Clone Wars. Where are the Gungans? The last time are I they saw okay? a Gungan was. We haven't heard anything about Naboo in quite a while. Um, it was in Clone Wars. In the timeline. With the new uh, revised version of the La- or, uh, Return of the Jedi, you've got Celebration on Naboo at the Palace. And if you look up on the up and up terraces, waving the flags or Gungans, that's the last thing we ever see of them. And which is fine. I, I don't, they're not my favorite species. I'm good with that, man. Just let it go. As far as movies, I don't think we've seen another one. They've appeared in novelizations and such, but, you know, sticking on the Gungans for a second, what about the people that believe that Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord and is behind this whole conflict? Well, if they would stick with their canon material, they'd know that Jar Jar lived a depressed life and he died a pretty crappy death, so... He died? I believe he died. Have you, read, have you read Have you read Aftermath? No, I've not. All right. Is he back? So we're gonna we're just gonna say that we know where Jar Jar ends up, and it's not where a all powerful Sith Lord <laughs> no. would end up. We'll just put it that way. No spoilers on this show. Uh, no, because we don't. We're not saying he's dead or not dead because Josh didn't know. But. Pretty sure he's. He just told people to stick with their canon material too, Josh. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I thought he died. I'll have to read it. But let's think about that, though. Why? So there's a YouTube culture yeah. of Star Wars fans. And not saying that if you. Some of them are good. Yeah, yeah. There's some great stuff out there. 5%. Star Wars canon explained would really help you guys out a lot. Like, if you, if you actually think Jar Jar is a Sith. But um, I watched this, and it's basically just a guy pulling together some ideas about, like, the Gungan flipping once he jumps in the water. Yeah. Saying, only Jedi do this. I don't know. I've seen the Olympics before. I see that stuff all the time. <laughs> and here's the other thing. Like, it's a totally new species. It's an amphibious species. Mm-hmm. Frogs do crazy jumps. Yeah. We're not talking about humans. Right. So, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it's one of those theories. It's like the, the Mace Windu thing. It just bugs me. It just, oh. It hurts. Yeah. We're being so <laughs> hateful does. today. It all started with that holiday special. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Got me, <laughs> just got me full of anger and rage and uncomfortable feelings. Well, we'll change this up here in a little bit. So before we do that, though, like <laughs> back on to like Snoke is this and that. Uh, my brother also told me that he thought that Snoke was Plagueis. And let's talk about that. That's only that's like the one pulled out of your butt theory that could actually be something. It's it got could more weight be. to it. The only reason it's is possible. because not because of any reason that he talked about, which we can talk about, but Plagueis isn't canon right now. He's not in the canon. He so. is. Yeah. Um, he was referred to in... Have you ever heard the story? There was about half yeah. a sentence about Plagueis. But, so. but it's all very important, though. And it, it, this is what feeds these theories, is the can- canonical material of, that we know about Are you Plagueis. on the, the exist- Darth Vader comic? No. 
the existence of Plagueis is canon, but that is it. Yeah. Just the existence. So yeah. there, he could be anyone. And what do we know about him? That he was no, no, constantly... That's, what I'm saying is we don't know anything about Plagueis. There's no canon knowledge about him. We know that Sidious said that he was trying to cheat death. And but based on the ways that he phrased his sentences there, we don't know for sure whether Sidious confirmed or denied that his he succeeded, death. but he just says, I killed him. We know that he killed him. We don't know if he succeeded in cheating death. So, so that's, that's the hope that people are holding on to. As far as we know, he killed his physical body. Right. And that's where it's at. So this is kind of what birthed this crazy Snoke is Plagueis. And if you're up on the Vader comics, there's a Sith that was as spoiler free as I can get. There is a Sith Lord that Vader confronts in these comics. And this Sith Lord has kind of found a way because the Sith can't do it through means of like what Yoda and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan have figured out. Yeah, we guys living, talked about in the last episode. Yeah. But this um, this Sith Lord has actually found a way to preserve himself. So going on the basis of that, could Snoke or uh, could Plagueis have also figured out this? Could have something way. the Sith were interested in. Yeah, is always living, ruling, and. But I still don't see what that has to do with Snoke. Well, they're saying that he could have inhabited another body, and that's why he's Snoke could be Plagueis while not being immune. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm not saying I support this theory. No. I'm just saying, I'm defending <laughs> their theories. Right. Your face. Sure. This is... Snoke is, is Snoke. Snoke is Snoke. I agree with that. My I think favorite reason why Snoke is Snoke is Brian Young's idea that why the hell would anyone choose the name Snoke? <laughs> exactly. Besides someone who has to keep it. Snopes. I mean, my mother called me Peter, and a lot of people don't like that name, too. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, there's a lot. I don't know. I, I don't really like that. I agree that Snoke is Snoke. I don't think he's Plagueis. I think no. that if you have to make if, – if the writers have to make him somebody other than Snoke, then that's the most – Logical yeah. move in a way. It's only – yeah, it's As, possible. Yeah. But I doubt it. I think that Snoke – represents the represents what could be the growing strength in the unknown regions that Grand Admiral Thrawn is afraid of and tried to yeah. pair with the Empire to he was fight against. I think that the, I think that Snoke is just a foothold up into that bigger story. Yeah. I don't think he's that important. He's, That's he's why he's dead. Yeah. I can see that because I feel a great disturbance in the Force, said by Jedi and Sith alike. Palpatine felt something in the unknown regions. Didn't know what it was. Snoke is obviously very powerful. Extremely powerful. He's also very wealthy, so there's no reason he couldn't amass some kind of military form out there. And I agree with you, dude. He's, he's Snoke is Snoke, and that's just a hallway we can walk down to see what the heck Thrawn's talking about and it's just it opens more doors than it closes I think yeah how about Ray's parentage because that was that's a big deal yeah when Force Awakens came out well even be even before that came out mm -hmm. people were like 
Kenobi. I, that's what <laughs> yeah. I thought. Skywalker. That's she opens in Force Awakens. She comes out. She gets the crate and pulls out the lightsaber. And the, the whole time she's going down there, you hear Kenobi more than you do anything else. And you hear you and McGregor and Alec Guinness versions of Kenobi, which was actually voiced by um, the guy who done Kenobi and Rebels. Uh, what is his name? James Arnold Taylor. Yes, thank you. So that's who we actually hear. But we confirm that it's young and older Kenobi, but we only hear pieces of Yoda. Um, there's some Luke, there's Anakin maybe in that one. Like there's a plethora of voices, but the prominent one was Kenobi. And she picks up the lightsaber and it gives her a vision and it calls to her. It's calling to her. So there's only at that time that we know of, besides Maz having it, we know of Luke carrying it, we know of Anakin carrying it, and we know of Kenobi holding on to it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20 years. 20 years. But which is kind of longer than either of the other two had exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> wow. And it's it's, it's made by the Force, uh, using the Force, the Kyber crystals inside of it. They have a life. They take on emotions and everything, so why not? But he not meditate on it? Yeah. I also thought that she was a Kenobi. I did. Also, um, to add to that thought was the way that she wielded a lightsaber. Very much. The uh, the, the way that she Born fought the overhead. and It just looked like something that Ewan McGregor, Kenobi, would yeah. fight like. Then she has an English accent, which nobody else has. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, and it, it sounds stupid, but, I mean, there's so much little nuances in Star Wars that when you pick something up like that, you think... Well, that's simple enough. And some of the simple stuff means everything. Uh, a green lightsaber looks better on a blue background. Mm-hmm. But that comes to... Now it's it stands for masters and more of the enlightened bunch who carry the green instead of the blue. And they all have significant colors for significant uh, details. So, yeah, I mean, that's probably the one theory I thought that could have been correct, which now watching it, I agree that she is nothing. She's nobody from nowhere, and I like that. That makes her even better, even more I agree. awesome. I agree with both of you. I like that, and I believe that that is the case. There was a time before The Last Jedi came out that I did entertain the idea, like many other people, that she was a solo. Mm-hmm. I thought that they could have made made it the route that she would be the bro- the sister of Ben, um, and I'm so glad that didn't happen. You know what? Things that made me think that was just the uncomfortable way that uh, Han Solo interacted with her when he first met Very her. Much. Almost shame. Just, just the way that she was working with the ship and like just so good at it. it there was just a layer behind his face. Oh, really? A layer just, of emotion. I just Did took you not it as that? no. I just took it as Han's arrogance. Like, how dare you touch my ship? See, I didn't. Like, how dare you touch my baby? Like. You're not allowed to do that. This is me and Chewie. Like, yeah. get out of here. I don't feel that way anymore now because, you know, he is genuinely surprised when she bypasses the compressor that Uncar put on. Oh, yeah. well, I love her face when she does that. Yeah. Bypass the compressor. She's so happy about it. Yeah. She's so and he's happy. like, huh. Well, it works. <laughs> how about that? Like, she's, huh. she's just so genuinely happy to be doing piloting things. It's almost anyway. like. He's saying, I'm losing my edge, man. <laughs> it's like, God, I'm getting old. So, uh, whatever happened to that Kenobi movie theory? <laughs> Is there ever going to be a Kenobi movie? 
at this point. That was a thing for a while, right? Everybody All Star Wars stories, standalone movies, have officially been put on hold, according to Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Ah. So if that ever was one, it's done. If oh. Boba Fett was ever one, it's in a case it's somewhere. It's back burner, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, fan base. <laughs> yeah, why can't you just That's like fine. what you why get? Not? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care either way. I'll take what they give us. Before we move on from Ray, though, um, aside from the clone, I think the the most interesting one that ever buzzed my brain was: Is she a force like reincarnation? Mm. Like, was she an, a reincarnation of Anakin Skywalker? Was she created by the Force and the Force alone, like Anakin was? So, right. Going off, I started thinking that like the last Virgin episode, Birth, yeah. Kind of one of those, the cycles. Like, there's always a chosen one. Luke's coming. He's dawning. Or he's uh, twilighting. She's dawning. And there's just that repetitive wheel that we've got. But we know that she has parents. So it wouldn't be virgin birth. Right. But saying, like, reincarnation to where the Force actively put the soul of Anakin. Such a high midichlorian count. Well, just Anakin's uh, state in limbo in there. Like pulled him out, put him in there. In I thought I thought it was really interesting, and I, I actually stayed up real late thinking about it a lot. I'm, I'm not like disproving. I'm just trying to. I don't love the idea because I would, like we just talked about. I love Ray how she is, and she's just a scavenger from Jakku. Oh, we're all and, in agreement. No, and and these are just fantastic. before we found out. Yeah, yeah speaking pre TLJ. Yeah. Hmm. Interim kind of. Yeah, I was just entering back in that wonderful time period. Do you guys find that as The Last Jedi came out, or since it's come out, and the more you watch it, that your expectations for Episode Nine are a little more um, modest? Or just you think less about what's going to happen in it? Right, as opposed was, to yeah, like just, after the Force Awakens. Yeah, that was my next question: is with Force Awakens trailers, and we wanted to know everything, and everyone had theories about everyone, and then that came out, and then we all had theories about you know where Luke was and what was happening to Luke and who Ray was and all this. Yeah, and now the next movie is going to come out next year, and I don't have any theories I'm even thinking about. I'm just waiting, happy for anything. Same. I'm. I mean, do you guys have? No. Things where you're like, I think this is going to happen, or I think that this is going to get answered, or the only thing I've, I've got, got nothing is I think there's going to be a time skip between eight and nine. I mean, it would it's not new to Star Wars. Look right. at the original trilogy between Empire and Return of the Jedi. There's there's a big gap, and right? A lot of crap and also, Episode One to Two, yes. Unless yeah. Annie had a hell, hell, hell a there's there's decades, yeah. there's decades <laughs> yeah. in the prequel trilogy. Yeah. So I think for everything to kind of tie in, and I mean, God bless Carrie Fisher's gone now. So I think to kind of be synonymous with who she was as Leia and give her the respects, I I think that's the most plausible way to mm-hmm. work your way into that is have a gap. A little maybe something because just an off-screen death is going to suck for her. She's too big. We've seen Luke go. We've seen Han go, and then to see Leia to not, to not see her yeah, go would be, be a, almost an injustice. Yes. And she, uh, just as an actress, she I think she went through more turmoil during her roles than anybody else. So she's been 
Definitely. so strong in the fandom that she deserves that. Um, it would also give chance for the, re- the resistance is what they are. The resistance to rebuild and instead of going full hardy with less than 200 people into another attack and just completely be wiped out and here's the the first order wins. Woohoo. Yeah, and building <laughs> that up would make a pretty boring exactly. blockbuster. And then we might get to see the broom kid be somebody. Oh, oh you're yeah. right. He's what if, gonna be he, what if they bring Kaz? What if they bring Kaz in? That'd be kind of fun. There's so many gonks in this episode. <laughs> there were hardly any in the last one. I know. I was proud. What's I was like, I've grown. It's <laughs> me. <laughs> I need to so. Um, What about... Pff, time skips. Let's go back in time to theories that you thought, you know, were kind of things that actually came true. For example, Ahsoka lives before... Between Clone Wars and Rebels, like, Order 66 happened, and we didn't have the novelization, so we, nobody knew what happened to her. Right. She was kind of into the distance. We and never then, got to finish yeah. the series. Yeah. So I always thought, they'll bring her back. After watching her walk off the steps, they're, they're going to do something with her. They're, they'll bring her back. And they did. And it was great. It really was really good. It's funny. I was actually... Um, in complete relation to what you were saying, I almost put on a shirt that was made for me that says Ahsoka lives exclamation point question, question mark. mark. Yeah, the interrobang thing. Because like Dave yeah. Filoni was yeah, trolling people at celebration with that. Yeah. And, that but was, unfortunately that was it's a little snug around the midriff after <laughs> after eating turkey yesterday. <laughs> that was the middle of Rebels, right? Where we were wondering mm-hmm. whether did you see the new art Season that two. he put out for Christmas? Like just yes. because I guess he has time off, so he put out some new uh, Gandalf the White Ahsoka with actual art. Tolkien quote with oh, a J.R.R. Really? Tolkien quote. No, yes. I haven't seen that. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it was either oh. Twitter or Instagram, or both. It's Dave Filoni, so Twitter is the best place to look first. It's absolutely beautiful. Hmm. Oh, so yeah. What was it when we were? I don't remember exactly where I was, but I remember watching Dave Filoni on a stage with an Ahsoka Lives question mark shirt and then he comes back at, after a, a short break and he has an Ahsoka Lives question uh, exclamation yeah. point shirt. It was it was at the uh, <laughs> Rebel Season 4 premiere. I love that. Oh yeah, we were and at Celebration. We just weren't in the same room. We were watching it on on an overflow stage. Yeah, in an overflow stage watching it on the screen. So yeah, yeah he comes out and does that. She's it, got like five foot Leku in this thing. Yes, yeah, she those Leku are longer than she is tall. Almost, In yeah. that she is absolutely majestic, and that staff. This is beautiful. Yeah, it's on. Uh, it's on Twitter. Yeah. If anybody wants to check that out, it's like the last thing he's put up, and it is awesome. Yes. Yeah, there's the a lot convoy. of art uh, like that in some of the Star Wars mobile trading card game yeah. collector games. I saw those. Some and those. A lot of that art came out way before. Ahsoka even showed up in Rebels at all. <laughs> so, Dave Filoni has a plan, and most of my theories and were probably Rebels-related, but I can't remember them now just because it's over and I'm happy with it. I've been watching some of it. The, uh, the Convore, everybody thought, which is in this art. Do you see that up in the top corner? I missed it, but it's almost always there with Ahsoka. The little Convore bird. I love that. Yeah. It always goes along with Ahsoka. Top right corner. Oh, there. Yeah. Lovely. So on, uh, what was Twilight of the Apprentice? We see that uh, the convoy sitting there on the, the peak, and Vader's walking out all wheezy. 
Mm. And <laughs> we see it just kind of like look, and it's got that that color scheme, you know. We're thinking, man, we've seen this before, but we weren't one hundred percent on who it was. So Vader walks off. It gives him a nod, and then almost like uh, not disapproval, but it kind of looked at him with sadness. And this I mean, was a Rebels episode. Which season was it again? Uh, season two finale, uh, Twilight okay. of the Apprentice. Right. So between Vader and Ahsoka, their fight um, at the end of that, you see the convoy look at Vader and then takes off back into the temple and you see Ahsoka going into a cavern and then just kind of either took a step or fell or something. It was very ambiguous. Yes, it was. That, we was like, that was the Ahsoka lives. lives. So... So it takes off, and we see her again. We see her drop down. We didn't know what the hell was going on with her. And I'm thinking, is that Convor the sister? Is, are they like? Are they bound? You know, are there, is there something? With Mortis that? sister. Yeah, the Mortis sister. So, <laughs> Wait, what? I think there's a Convor because Dave Filoni likes small furry creatures, and somebody made him pick one that wasn't a wolf or a cat or furry. Right, so it's just like a small. Sorry. <laughs> it's furry in animation, okay? So um, I don't, I don't think the convoy means is like it. A... He's not confirmed, like given a hard yes to it. But he was asked, "Is that the sister? Who is that? You know, is the convoy or something?" He says, "It's someone we've seen before." Yeah. Are you? I don't know that, anything about this. Are you thinking that about like the color scheme of the little owl too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The white and green and just the look because she was a bigger. She was like a almost like a what a griffin maybe. Oh, in the arc, yeah. Remember? She was a very bird-like and force she creature. Gave up the rest of her uh, essence, if you will, to convert Ahsoka back to the light side and give her back uh, alive. So. Oh. My theory on that is they're they're bound in a way. And every time you see Ahsoka, especially in Filoni's art, yes. the convoy's there. It's, so when are we baby. when are we gonna get the Ahsoka and Sabine show? Good question. One day. God, I would love that. <laughs> Dave Filoni's name is showing up on all kinds Everybody's of things right radar. now. Yes. So I don't know. I, I, if they're if they're bringing Clone Wars back, maybe they'll bring back why not? The Rebels team and finish out the Thrawn and everything. They, yeah. I mean, even if it has or to be... A movie? Yeah. A Rebels movie? Or like an OVA or something, which is this more anime-oriented, but I'm good with like that. Like a mini-series. Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. It's just anything. More Ahsoka is always good. Like, that's that's my favorite. She's got to be probably my favorite character. Maul's a tight second, but Ahsoka's she's pretty special. I like her a lot. She was definitely my favorite character in Clone Wars. So, when I was watching The Force Awakens last, I gotta say that there is a theory that still f***s with me every time I watch that movie. And it is when Han Solo dies. Yeah. People look at that scene and have 
theorized that Han Solo may have killed himself. That one to save Ben from fully committing to the dark side. Help me do something because I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Anything. And then he dies. Lightsaber through the chest. Thank you. Yeah. Does Han Solo ignite that lightsaber or does Ben Solo? Ooh. I don't know. I I am 100% on the Han Solo had absolutely nothing to do with that camp. No way. He would never do that. That's like giving up on himself and giving up on his son and giving up on Leia and giving up on the galaxy and Han Solo just doesn't do that. In a way though, it's not because his No, it really is because he's gone. He can't fight anymore. He's done. But why would he do that? But what if it actually did prevent Ben from going 100% to the dark? How does that save anything or, or... if he kills his own father, completely Straight out of it. In. We saw in The Last Jedi that he was conflicted the whole time. Yeah. I don't think Han Solo would ever see that as a as an actual solution. I don't what think if, that... What if, what if we're talking about Han Solo the father, though? We don't know yeah. Han Solo the father that well. So Han Solo is a terrible father. We don't know what kind of a father he actually is. What we know is that he disappeared he's a terrible husband we know that (laughs) yeah but after the whole shebang went down with kylo ren and luke skywalker then he kind of went off and dealt with it his own way he said that to leia himself she dove in she dove into the resistance yeah he went back to what he did best and he felt like he couldn't be what luke skywalker could be to him can we table this discussion till our next episode where we talk about last shot and solo Sure. Because I can't... I've started. And I can't not... I've got things, yeah. Yeah, I can't not talk about this now that I've read it and I finished it yesterday because Han Solo thinks a lot about the kind of father he is during that book. Which is why I just came right out and said, he's a terrible father. Because even in... in uh, He thinks he's a terrible in, father. Yeah, but he, he also he thinks, thinks he's a bad guy. He thinks he's a bad guy. He, he thinks know he's himself. a terrible father. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he's... He's not the good guy. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. So, so let, can we talk about that one? Yeah, we'll put after a, you've read it. We'll put a pause on that one, and that okay. won't be too long from now because I did buy that for myself as a Christmas present. It's a beautiful. I've got it in the other book. room. I'm looking forward to reading oh, yeah, it. I'll so see that. it's gorgeous. Yeah, I'll show it to you. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So there, that's that. So Christmas presents. Let's off a tangent. My son got the uh, ATACT. Which is the the carrier mm-hmm. from uh, Rogue One? It's awesome. Yeah, you can tr- control it with your phone, which is pretty what? neat. What? Yeah, is so that that Force Link thing? Is that what that's called? Uh, studio Effects, whatever, something, something like the Force Link. So it's got behind. Force Link characters in it. Okay, but the vehicles are Studio Effects. I'm kind of thinking it's all Hasbro. Who God knows, but dude, that thing is awesome. It's got like. I think five big darts that shoot out of its mouth. So you got the big bullets. It's got um, little guns, turrets on the side that light up. And then there's the whole hatch opens up inside. And there's like a grappling hook. And then there's this thing that shoots little plastic projectiles. And That's fantastic. Dude, I love it. Yeah, you make it go up and down and it sits. And That's it amazing. all kinds of crap. <laughs> I want to come over and play with it. Hey, what, what time does he take nap tomorrow? I'm coming over. Uh, usually around 11. <laughs> that sounds <awesome. laughs> That sounds so cool. 4D batteries in an app? That's all you need? <laughs> That's a lot of batteries. Yeah. 
But it's Batteries like are expensive off these the days table. Too. It's like that tall. Oh, yeah. Oh, so wow. it's like it's this big, which I'm doing with my hand. So we're roughly two feet yeah, tall, like about two, two feet, feet wide. Yeah. Two feet tall. That's not what I was expecting. Yeah, it's a two by two. Woo! That's pretty cool. Yeah, the, the top of it opens up by the head and then the side. What about Star Wars plushies? Uh, he Anything? doesn't have any. What about the girl? Does she have any? No. Why not? God, I'm failing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why doesn't she have an Ahsoka plush? Because they make those. What? Where'd you I see mean, that at? I don't know. Oh, well, uh, at Star Wars Celebration and then online after Star Wars Celebration. Good. There were, right. uh, the Porgs. she loves them. Porgs. There we were um, Hallmark tiny, cute plushies. They looked like Funko Pops, but they were plushies. And um, hmm. they went on sale with Hallmark last year, and oh. I wanted them really bad, so I never got, got them. got great ornaments, just period. Is yeah, I sound like Martha Stewart, but <laughs> their Star Wars crap is awesome, man. <laughs> are, are those the Itty Bitties? Yes. Is that what the plushies yes, are called? Yes, the Itty Bitty series. I didn't know that those were soft. I, I actually didn't pay much attention at the Hallmark They're booth. plushy. <laughs> the whole reason I went to that Hallmark booth was to get a pin. And I forget which one. I think it was Zabarellios. Oh, really? Yeah, so different vendors at so Celebration like sell ink? pins. Um, pin. Pin, pin. Pin. Okay, on your P-I-N. shirt blouse. <laughs> <laughs> like the like the Disney collectible pins I that people you. get at those, those are It's just another chase thing to buy. Adds yeah. a whole other layer to your experience at Celebration. Some people will collect those. It takes a layer out of your pocketbook. Oh, man, it does. Several. Because, like, three of them, you can get three packs in the, in the store. Oh, man. There's so much stuff celebration to talk about so next time we're, we're going to talk about han solo as a father at some point we are friend. definitely going to talk about him possibly friend. not next week han solo is a father and a friend and a, a smuggler and a bad guy there mm-hmm. is a change i've got mm, 20 uh, 30 i'm 30 percent through the book there is somewhat of a change in him though for the better i think yes yeah it's gonna be a fun conversation right so as far as Christmas presents, I gotta say, Josh, I gotta thank you so much for your paintings. And we're, oh, you're we're gonna well. share these on the Instagram at Jam Transmissions. Um, you've given us the whole original trilogy in painting. What size are those? Are uh, those squares? They're twenty by. I think seventeen. Twenty by something canvases. Yeah, they're nice. It's amazing, God, yeah. Josh. You've got skills, man. Well, thank you. Uh, we've got Hoth. With an ad at in the background. Looking and, through a snow speed. Yeah, it's so amazing. And we've got Endor. And before that, we've got Tatooine and the Twin Suns, which honestly, not going to lie to you, man. I look at that every day. It's I up on the mantle. That's probably my favorite thing I've done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we get to look at it. Yeah. I've got pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I come over here once a week, so this is. Yeah. No, that's, that's yeah, thanks be for my that stuff. Thing. You're very welcome. It was a lot of fun to do. So, in the same vein of um, how we segued into this, you've got that theory about Ray and the clone, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, not a clone. Ray is Ray. Mm-hmm. The hand really got me thinking, though. The, how the hand uh, of Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker's severed hand. Luke Skywalker's severed hand falls into the abyss. Okay. Bespin. Mm-hmm. The lightsaber goes with it. It ends up in Maz Kanata's 
hands. How did she get that? That's a story for another it's day. It's Yeah, we don't even know how old she is. Yeah, it was a union dispute. She's amazing. She's over a thousand years. I don't want to be expecting anything about episode nine, but thinking about this last night made me think this would be a really nice introduction for Lando Calrissian. Because where did that hand and lightsaber get separated from Luke Skywalker? Yeah, and he does run Bespin, so. Yeah. yeah. So he could have gone back. And somebody like Lando definitely knows Maz. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Han knows her. Yeah. Definitely. Everybody knows Maz. Poe knows her pretty well. Apparently, um, the Master Codebreaker knows her really well. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> or she knows him very well. There's something... I'm just yeah. imagining Finn and Rose just looking, doing that look where they like <laughs> that look that best friends give each other where they don't need to say anything, but they just say a ton of things when they look at each other, but they've only known each other for like less than a day, but they already have this look going on. It's, it's pretty great. Yeah, I've just, watched Last Jedi also a lot lately. I wish we'd just do away with Rose. He doesn't like Rose. I don't. He told me that and I didn't know what to say. You like her? I made a joke. I made a joke about... I, I, I used it. a rose I quote. So missed it. Yeah, I used I a rose quote on him, and like that proves me you really don't like her. I hate her. I like, I like her because I think I know people like her that I like, and I know that's a weird reason to like a character. No, but it, it's not actually. Yeah. You like what you like. I also really like um, how important she is to the Last Jedi, and I'm sure. You understand. Mm. She's there to open Finn's worldview. Yeah. And that's very important. The whole Canto by everything's important. It's important for Poe. It's all a good setup for episode nine. I wish I could run my whole fist to this lousy town. I, that is the worst Star Wars quote. It, it wasn't fantastic, but that's how I felt about... But just about everything that Finn said in The Force Awakens. Oh, I'm not a Finn fan either. Uh, but now I love Finn. Like, yeah. I think he's fantastic. I don't, I mean, he's not my favorite because usually, I mean, in those, R2 is still my favorite pretty much always, <laughs> unless Chopper is involved and then Chopper's my favorite. Um, but I really didn't think that any of the dialogue for Finn was great. But now I understand why he says what he says and. Because like, he's so sheltered. Of course he would so say sheltered. weird things. And Rose is yeah, awkward. So she says so she's, she does talking. She has no one to talk to. <laughs> doing talking. But her sister. And her sister yeah. isn't even around most of the time. So he does all her talking in her head. Um, I didn't like her for the fun. first couple times I watched it either. She's grown on me once I realized. Like a tumor. How important that she is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If they, would, if they would just write. How did we get here? If they would just. I don't know, flesh her out just a little more. Give her some better lines. What they've done with her, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Like They're writing in... I'm a big fan of The Last Jedi. I really like The Force Awakens, so I'm not going to be like, that's the worst movie in the series because that's episode two. Um, agreed. Also agreed. Yeah. But huh. as far as the movies go, it's a great movie. It's just they have failed in the writing department with her. In my honest opinion, she could be better. I would probably like her if they put a little more effort into her, but she just kind of... Yeah. The great yeah. news is she is a side character for a side character in yeah. Episode Eight, and we've got a whole other movie coming. 
So maybe they it, will, maybe they yeah. won't. I'm not holding no hope. How did how did we get here to, to where we hope are? Hope is what rebellions are built on, Josh. Yeah. Says twelve characters that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he requests more original dialogue for Rose. Please. Yeah, something. So, Clean her up. It's actually been fun. Uh kind of Christmas related. We talked about theories, past, present, and future. Wait, what what is it? The Christmas Carol Ghosts of how does it go? Ghosts of Christmas Past. Ghosts of Christmas Past, Christmas Present, Christmas Future. Uh-huh. We talk about the ghosts of theories past. Ah, oh, so corny. Sounded better in my head. Just quit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's gonna pretty much close it up for today, unless you guys have any more crazy theories for us to completely destroy. No, I think I've hit all mine. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really have many to begin with. So I'm surprised we went on for this long. Well, definitely looking forward to next week, guys. We're going to sign off. Eden, mm-hmm. where can we find you on social media? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Eden Jean Gray. Uh, that's Jean, J-E-A-N, because um, that's my middle name. You can find me on Instagram at Cutie Cute Cosplay, on Facebook at Cutie Cute Cosplay, and on Patreon, um, also at Cutie Cute Cosplay. And you can find me commenting all over the Jam Transmissions Twitter and Facebook page also. Right. And you can find Jam Transmissions on Facebook and Instagram at Jam Transmissions. On Twitter, send us a tweet at JT Comlink, C-O-M-L-I-N-K. And also keep... <laughs> also, keep the emails coming. Uh, you can send that to comlink at jamtransmissions.com. Um, also, another Christmas present for you guys. We are now on, for Android users, we are now on the Google Play Music Store as of today. It's the Google Play Store. store. We're not The podcasts are, are part of the music, I thought. But it's all just the Google Play Store. So you just, where you we're can on the Google apps and you're on the google now we're on the google android Good. <laughs> we're on the google Good, because i don't itunes <laughs> i don't apple and i don't itunes so android users you can use us on google play now also you can find us on the podbean app or just go to jamtransmissions.com itunes store for all the apple users it's all easy we're all there we're all over the place can't miss us. and it's been fun guys yeah, may the force be me. with you may, may the force be, be with you, you. Feels like we just kind of ended that with me being hateful as crap. <laughs> well, I feel we like were we're all not... very hateful today. It's because of we the holiday special. We shouldn't talk about that fucking holiday. <laughs> I'm never gonna see that fucking piece of ever again. That movie. So many gonks.